Yo guys, welcome back to the Touchliner, episode 30. And as you can see, I've got Hussein and Zaids back on. How are you guys doing? Yo, we're we repping today, we're repping. I converted him to the dark side. Relax, <laughs> relax. I'm repping for 30 minutes and that's it. If the episode lasts longer than 30 minutes, I'm taking this off in the middle of the episode. It's a 30 minute deadline. Nice, nice. But as you can see... They have set the tone and the subject for this episode. We're going to be focusing a lot on Bayern Munich today. There's been some huge, huge news in the past couple of days. Uh, Zaid is a Bayern Munich fan. Um, Zaid, what's happened? What's happened at your club? So, I'll break it down like this, right? I'm coming home from work on, I think, on Friday, a couple of days ago, right? So, I'm coming home from work on, on either, yeah, the Friday, whatever day it was. And I get a call from my friend, and my friend is the kind of person who likes to joke around, let's say, right? He just says jokes and says random stuff for the sake of saying it. And this guy says, yeah, by the way, your guy got sacked. And I look at him like, what guy? And he goes, your guy. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, the Raptors coach got sacked? Like, who? And he goes, no, your Bayern coach, you're the Nagas man. And I spent like five minutes debating with him. I was in the car calling him on the, from the car. And I spent five minutes debating with him, like, there's no way this is true. You're stupid. He's undefeated in the Champions League. And he goes, check it. So I, I pulled over the car and I went to check the I went to check the news and it was confirmed. And I was absolutely shocked. Mm. Absolutely taken aback. There was no way that this was like like I, I was just I was shocked. There was, did not see this coming whatsoever. How did you guys react? I like <clears throat> I remember when it was happening, so we were like, I was studying with my friends, and one of them goes, Oh, it looks like Tuchel might take over for Bayern. I was like, What? Ten minutes later, he goes, Oh, yeah, there you go, it's official. Nagel's went out, Tuchel in. Like, it just happened so out of nowhere. Like, I, I'm still like, Here's the thing. Now that we've had time to think about it, some things do make sense. No, they don't. I mean, okay. <laughs> no, they, uh, no, they don't. I'm sorry. Zayd had, Zayd had the theory that he said yesterday. I'm going to let him... But no, we can get into that later. I want to hear what, like, how it makes sense to you. Mm. Well, it's like, also your theory is what okay. makes sense. So, the whole idea is... Sorry, the, the cat's meowing, so we're just letting him in. I, I... He just wants we'll to... Make, we'll let the cat make an appearance on the way. <laughs> he comes, meows at our door, and then runs away. That's how it is. But um, but no, like essentially, what I'm guessing the reasoning from the management was was that number one, they weren't happy with Nagelsmann, Bund Nagelsmann Nagelsmann's Bundesliga record. Right? Yeah, yeah. Performances that he's been putting in in the Bundesliga. As a Bayern fan, to me, honestly, after winning ten years in a row, two things become true. Number one, you realize you're not gonna win a thousand years in a row. It's okay. You lose one every now and then. Yeah. Fine. Number, and number two, I didn't feel like this was in danger. We have the game against Dortmund, literally, was it, is it maybe today or something? Or like, not after the international break, sorry, right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We have the game after the international break, and I just woke up, I got confused, my bad. But um, we have that game, and that game can bring us back in first place, right? You just, the, the, the fall off or the drop off is that you didn't secure the title from now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, and you got losses, right? So that's one reasoning. The other I, that I think management, and I read, I heard this on ESPN FC on their analysis, and it made me realize that, yeah, this might be true, is the fact that perhaps maybe they just don't like him. 
mm. as a personality in the in the dealing with him in terms of management and stuff like that they might just not like him and they might just be looking for a reason and then if he goes on to win the league win the champions league and win the cup because he's still in competition for the treble right yeah yeah if he goes on to win all three they can't fire him they can't because he won the trouble and he not only can they not fire him but he has an allowance of another season of failure because he took the trouble you know what i mean yeah so their thinking is on one side is that maybe they don't management doesn't like him and on the other side is that they thought potentially like they've been wanting to for 2018 right mm. from 2018 from before he went to psg they were trying to get him and he went to psg at the time it didn't happen then he moved from psg to chelsea at that time it didn't happen so now they're thinking that potentially could Tottenham, uh, could Tottenham, Tottenham be the ones that like would hire? <laughs> I, got, I, flamed, I got flamed one time for calling them Tottenham. He flamed me for calling them Tottenham. Yeah, so I just remember it last minute. Could Tottenham be the ones that potentially would be would be hiring him because they're like that, you know how that situation is going with Conte, or Real Madrid not knowing what happens with Carlo Ancelotti after this season, could they be saving a bag for Tuchel? Right? I don't know. So Bayern bosses could have thought that okay, let me act fast and let's let's act, let us act fast and let us just secure this and wrap this up. You kill two birds with one stone. You fire Nagelsmann when you have some semblance of a backing to fire him, and you get Tuchel, who's the manager you've been wanting since 2018. My issue with that is I think it's a lie. Like I don't think that's really their their reasoning. Because one of the things that they said was we're not playing attractive football anymore, and we all know they say that when they don't have anything to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, for me, Tuchel was not going to Tottenham. I don't think he goes there. I don't think that job is appealing enough to him after how the way Conte reacted, you know? And everybody, like, from what I've been reading, everybody's been saying that Tottenham would be hiring their assistant manager. I can't remember his name. It escapes me. Mason, Uh, Ryan Mason, yeah. Ryan Mason, yeah, that was the name until the end of the season before they made a decision in the, like, off-season, in the summer. Mm. So... They're out the window. And Ancelotti has a contract through next season. Yeah. Right? So whether or not he stays there, that's a question that hasn't been answered now. So they can't just hire Tuchel based on that. You know what I mean? So for me, I don't think... Like, I just think that those were a lie. Uh, you... you. My opinion, it's a rookie mistake because the management of Bayern, because Karl-Heinz Rummenigge and Uli Honus are out and Oliver Kahn and, and Herbert Heiner are in, the new management. And uh, those guys... And Salih Hamidic, he's the other guy who's the sporting director who didn't really like Nagelsmann that much, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, those three, or those, let's say two, because uh, Herbert Heiner was, I think, supportive of Nagelsmann, uh, were the ones who pulled the plug because they didn't like the guy, to be very honest. This is what my opinion is. Because Herbert Heiner, who's the, the other partner in management with Oliver Kahn, came out three days before the announcement and said, we're backing Nagelsmann, Nagelsmann is our guy, we're... We're happy with him, such and such, you know? And yeah, sure, like, it's management, and they just say whatever they want to say in the moment, but at the same time, like, like you, you, whatever you're doing has to be backed by common sense, and I feel like at this at this juncture, it wasn't, right? Yep. Um, <clears throat> lack of patience, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you wanted to give... Like, if the man is still second in the Bundesliga, and you still wanted to give him... Uh, like, if he's still competing for the trouble, he hasn't lost in the Champions League, you know? He hasn't... One thing that is, is uh, in my mind, tainting things is that he, the last year's exit against Villarreal is really, really um, like in their minds or really has tainted this uh, sacking because it's kind of left a taste in the, in the management's mouth. 
But uh, again, in my belief, there was a lot more going on. Lewandowski was having all his drama behind the scenes at that time, right? Like, there was so much going on in the club otherwise. And they were implementing a new system. They seem yeah. to have it unlocked. They seem to have had it unlocked this season. I mean, you conceded two goals in the whole Champions League up to this point. Two goals. But you and, also have to consider both, second in the Bundesliga. You conceded two goals. And both of them came against Victoria Pilsen. Do you understand? Like two goals, like PSG could have scored on you, Inter Milan could have scored on you, Barca could have scored on you, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I think that it was a very knee-jerk reaction, knee-jerk hire. It wasn't a good, uh, a good thing. I think Nagelsmann would have been the manager of the future, would have been allowed to grow mm. with the club, could have been some someone who would stick around for a decade. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was kind of the hope I had for him coming in so young. And and you get all these. Uh, I want to get to a few reports afterward. You guys, you know, also give your takes as well. But there was reports that he lost the dressing room, and I want to address that shortly mm, after. But mm. before I get into that, I don't know how did Josh? How did you react to the to the staff? I was surprised, man. I was surprised because I mean, I kind of I semi keep up with the Bundesliga, but I didn't realize that you were level. Was it level on points with Dortmund? Which we're one behind now. Or one behind now, even. So it's again, it's not the end of the world. But usually at this point in the season, Bayern are like have pretty much won the title already. It's done and dusted, and then you guys shift your focus to the Champions League, which I always thought would be the main focus for you. Very similar to Man City, like the league. Fine, you win the league, right? But this season, both of the clubs are very close in these title races. But I always thought, oh, if Nagelsmann just does well in the Champions League, which he has, he's knocked out PSG. I think exactly you give him I thought you at least give him till the end of the season but like you said about the board I think it has to do with the board the board don't like him and uh, yeah reports about the dressing room as well the players apparently didn't respect him enough he said there was too much like a because he's young he's in his mid 30s he said he wasn't that much of a man or a big like leader because he'd come into training on a skateboard like that's exactly what the report said and I was like what is the issue Oh, he rides a skateboard, so he's not your manager? This guy is one of the tactical minds, the ne- one of the next great tactical minds, and we're going to see it very soon if it's not at Bayern Munich. Yeah. And by the way, he's not going to have an issue landing anywhere. Oh, yeah. Gonna want him. 100%. He's going to want him, right? And just to address those points about the dressing room, right? Mm. So that report came out about how he lost the dressing room. Yeah. Kimmich then came out. I'm going to read you the exact quotes. Kimmich, yeah, yeah. Let's go with this. Kimmich <laughs> says... This is how, so before that he went, uh, so I, I read a, a report saying that he said that Nagelsmann was easily one of the top three coaches that he'd worked with before the sacking. Yeah. Right. After the sacking, he came out and said, uh, he minced no words saying, this is how, that's how business is. Little love, little heart. We have to learn to deal with it and live with the decision. Right. I would be lying if I said the last few days hadn't affected me. That's Goretzka now. It was extremely difficult. We've had a very close relationship. Mm. I probably saw him more than my family. It was a shock, right? So then Kimmich then goes and says, the players, like we were all surprised. A coaching change is always disappointing because it means we players screwed up, didn't perform consistently and didn't bring results. If we did, the change of coach wouldn't have happened, right? Like to me, when you like, there's no confusion. The players came out and said this. Yeah, 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 yeah. What that tells me, there is no way. Maybe he lost one or two players in the dressing room. Maybe Muller got pissed that he got benched a couple times. Maybe. Maybe. But, uh, like, 
your young leader and your midfield core, right, Kimmich and Goretzka, both come out, reiterated their disappointment, right? Hansi Flick, the former coach, the coach of the German national team, showed expressed his disappointment. He, there, it was not a matter of respect in the dressing room or the community. That has been proven to be a lie. Mm. And I think that the players, the players have a lot to lose coming out and, and, and defying the board's decision like that, right? It's not easy because they don't have to deal with Nagelsmann anymore. They don't have nothing. They could just call him by in private and let him know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But to come out and say this publicly, to me, that just tells me that, like, they they were shocked. They didn't. They weren't on board. They were, you know, trying their best and invested in the system that Nagelsmann was trying to put in. And I think that they were they were fond, or at least a large part of the dressing room was fond of him. And Goretzka also came out and said, "I can say for sure, he did not lose the dressing room." Right. 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 So, like, for me, when I hear stuff like that, it tells me that this is just an excuse. It's just mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like. He came again saying, no, I wouldn't say that in terms of like whether he lost the dressing room or whether suggesting the Bayern squad had stopped playing for Nagelsmann. I wouldn't say that. The reasons are that we didn't win enough games and we weren't successful enough. Of course, we are represented in all competitions. You could see that we didn't perform properly in the Bundesliga. We only won five out of ten games. But I can say that the coach has not lost the dressing room. I've already been through a couple, a couple of coaching changes. It wasn't the case. And the that it wasn't the case that it was indicated internally in the dressing room because the players were dissatisfied. We mm. were surprised. No confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No confusion. Here's the thing now. I don't want Tuchel ball like the Chelsea Tuchel ball <laughs> to now follow to Bayern. What do we call that? What do we call that? Yeah. <laughs> because, okay, so now you've sacked Nagels, man. One of the reasons being we're not playing attractive football. So you bring in Tuchel, who's literally like like a modern-day Mourinho. Like, I don't get it. Right? By the way... He will win, though. I no, think... He'll win, but we're talking... You don't know that. We're talking... No, Tuchel will win. You're talking attractive football. You want attractive football. How are you going to bring Tuchel in to play attractive football? No, it's football? true. If you mention the style of football and you bring in Tuchel, I'm not sure about that. Like... By the way, Nagelsmann also had to deal with... Uh, Losing Lewandowski, you lose 60 some goals a season. Yeah. And you maintain your scoring output. Chupomoting looks like a star. <laughs> He's you the GOAT, bro. He's the GOAT. Hussein doesn't know ball. Chupomoting looks like he gets. Actually, in the streets, we call him Chups. You call him Chups. No, no, no. Big Chups. Big Chups. Okay, big, big, big Chups. Okay. <laughs> he, he gets a bag. He more than doubles his salary. Off of how, the way he's performed. Oh, yeah. Nagelsmann made him look like a star. Mm. Right? Like, Big Troops is... No, no. Big Troops' accomplishments cannot be given to anyone else. It's because he is Big Troops, not because of Nagelsmann. Look, we can laugh about it as much as we want. <laughs> but this is no, you're right. He wasn't doing this under Hansi Flick. Yeah. No chance, right? bro. Let's face the facts, right? It's like when he, he has, had it to Joel Linton. He has... Don't tell when I said that. No. He has, <laughs> he has Coman, Nabri, uh, Sane, and Mane. And yeah. he manages that rotation. He has four starting level wingers on a top team, right? Yeah. And he's been managing that rotation. Mm. He's got, you've got Musiala and Muller playing the same position and juggling that. Like, the amount that he's had to deal with is not easy. You oh, know yeah. I mean? yeah. Like, he did well. It's, it's a political thing, isn't it? It has to, like, all, okay, so I have a quote from. Sal Hamid Zich, there you go, yeah. uh, the Bayern director. So he said, this is his point, by the way, which I think is stupid. In March last year, we had these inconsistent performances. Then again, in September, 
And most recently, we have won 5 out of 10 Bundesliga games. When the performance curve is pointing down, you have to react. It wasn't an easy decision. These periods, by the way, are 6 months apart. This is football, no? Am I wrong? Like, the team can't win all of every single one of their games. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How can you... How is he going back to March in 2022? What, what's wrong? No, it has... It's... You made Mbappe look like he's been neutered. You understand? Like... <laughs> Well, I don't get it. I honestly don't understand. But now Nagelsmann's gone, right? Were you confident that he was going to win you the Champions League? Yeah, I was going into the game with City and I was like, okay, maybe I don't know if we're going to 100% win this game or win this tie. I thought that but, too. Mm. But I'm confident. Like, I'm going into it and be like, okay, let's see what happens. You know what I mean? It's a top club, but we're a top club and we just knocked out a top club. But for, we knocked out, a, we didn't allow Mbappe to score, who, by the way, with France just decided I'm not gonna lose this final, right? This World Cup final and scored three goals. Yeah. You understand? Like there's levels to it and we we've been displaying against the top teams, we've been playing top levels. You know, Dortmund hasn't caught us this season in the Bundesliga. Mm. Right? None of the Champions League clubs have caught us in the Champions League. His problem was that he wasn't like consistently beating Augsburg or Stuttgart, not Stuttgart. Yeah, or, or like any of the small Bundesliga clubs, you know, or Leverkusen, yeah. he lost to them as well. But and, and by the way, let me bring that up. This is the loss, the loss that led to his sacking, right? That led to Nagelsmann's sacking for Leverkusen. They scored two penalties. Yes, I saw that game. Because, yeah, you understand? Like, there's a difference. Like these managers, they just decided the board. They just decided that they want to fire this guy, and they used any excuse to like. It's, it's a prime example of a lack of experience and putting your personal feelings above the output at the job. Yep. Because there is no way any other management fires him like this. There is absolutely no way, right? You, you wait until you don't win the Bundesliga. If you're so confident he's going to lose it, wait until he doesn't win it, right? And then say, okay, well, he hasn't won the Bundesliga even though he took the Champions League, right? Then we're not happy with it. The domestic is really important to us. We're not happy with it. We fire. Okay. You know what's annoying now? He was on track for the treble. If now Tuchel wins the treble, it's going to be like, oh, Tuchel came, he saved the day. He won the Champions League. Won the Champions League. I'm giving, if the treble gets won, I'm giving credit to Nagelsmann. I promise you. I promise you, I'm giving credit to Nagelsmann. You understand? You have to give credit to him. You have to. Like, and, and and as well, Tuchel did the same thing at Chelsea. If you don't remember, Ch Lampard brought them to knockout stages. Tuchel took over and won them the Champions League. I think that's what Bayern, the board, are seeing. They're like, he's going to win us the Champions League this season. He beat City last time in the final. He can do it again, which is not a no, given. That time. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not. That's what I mean. It's not a given that he will do it. But the, like you said, inexperience from the board. You're thinking short-term right now. Tuchel is like... Hussein said, he's like a Mourinho, the modern-day Mourinho. As in, he will win you things right now. If he doesn't win you things right now, you might as well sack him. He's not staying for the long-term. Nagelsmann was the long-term solution. I don't know what the board's plan is from now. The team he was building was amazing. To have Musiala growing into that uh, free role in the middle. The team looked great. It was, for me, were the favourites to win the Champions League. And now, I don't know anymore. I mean, same. I'm the same way. I'm exactly the same way. And what I'm reading also is that the board looked at Tuchel's manager to manage the PSG dressing room and said this is a plus. And I'm thinking like, like sure. Okay, go ahead. And in my mind, I'm thinking sure, you know, uh, 
Yeah, Thomas Tuchel, nobody's doubting his uh, ability to manage a club, manage a dressing room. But it's like, you know, you, you're like, oh, it's a shiny new toy that I wanted way back when, and it's available now, so I'm going to go get it. This is what this, like, what yeah. this is. And you've, Bayern Munich under Uli Hoeneß and Karl-Heinz Rummenigge have always been well-run club, right? Club that has done well in terms of the way they've conducted themselves, the decisions that they make, financial the financial spending that they do, or even just the coach and the, ma- the coach management that they have, they have always, always, always been a top club. The best club in Europe, in my opinion, in the way they handle it, right? They never spend that much compared to other clubs, and they somehow they always retain the top talent. They always conduct themselves well. They know how to make level-headed decisions, and I think this is a step away from that, right? Yeah. These guys were, were reacting. They thought they have a very specific vision that we want this very specific coach and uh, if that's the case you kind of have set Nagelsmann to fail from before he even started if you have one eye on, on Tuchel or one eye on other coaches while he's still doing his job and doing it well right yeah and you have the players coming out saying he didn't lose the dressing room and you have uh, the results speaking for themselves in Europe's top competition right against big clubs he plays well he does well he doesn't overthink things, right? Or like he does, he didn't at least this season. Do you understand? And to me, what that tells me, and the other thing too is like this is a young coach. Mm. You get a young you you get a young coach, and you have to be aware that you have to give them the room to grow. You understand? They are a young coach. They're gonna get stuff wrong. They messed up. He messed up last year against Villarreal. That's fine. He's grown from it. You've seen that growth. You have to have a tolerance for mistakes. But like this is. And keep in mind, you spent 20 million euros to get him from Leipzig. Yeah. This was not just a coaching hire. This was a transfer, right? Just for you to sack him just now. The only player who was publicly unhappy with his, uh, with his uh, playing time was Ryan Gravenberg. That's it. That's it. There's no other, like, nobody else was unhappy. The players... The top, two of the top leaders in your in your dressing room have come out in opposition to this firing. You look stupid. Like, Oliver Kahn, what do you think? You look stupid. All right, so just before we wrap up, let's all discuss real quickly what we think the rest of the season looks like for Bayern. Do they win Champions League now? No. No. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I wouldn't write it off. No, I wouldn't write it off. No, no, no. But I was, I was already leaning towards City winning just because of Haaland. But I was like, oh, but Bayern in the Champions League this season have been unstoppable. But now, I don't know what he's going to do. What is he going to change? Also, keep in mind another thing that Nagelsmann had to deal with. Neuer's out for the season. They have to integrate a new goalie. Soma, bro. Let's go. Right? They have to integrate a new goalie. Do you un- yeah. Do you understand? Like, anyways, sorry. I'm very frustrated, as you can tell. I think Bayern are still, to me, still the favorites or second favorites for the Champions League. But they're no longer, for me, before they were the solid favorite. I would have loved the tie against Real Madrid in the final. I would have been very happy walking in against them. Oh, in the semis, sorry. Yeah, yeah. In the semis, yeah. Um, I would have, like, I, if, I would have loved our chances. Now, I'm, I'm a bit scared. I don't mm. know what Tuchel is going to do. Uh, and I'm not happy with the board. I'm not happy with the way they did this. And I think that this is going to blow up in the club's face. And I... I hope, my hope now is that they learn from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When Tuchel messes up, wait. Don't fire him straight away. Yeah. That's also the other thing. We have to give Tuchel a fair chance. 
You know he, I mean? He's a good manager. He's still one of the best in the world. Like, Nagelsmann, yes, but I think Tuchel was hot property. He was talking to Tottenham just before, which I think sparked that move from Bayern Munich. But now it looks like Nagelsmann might be going to Tottenham, which I really hope, please, I really hope he doesn't go because that will ruin his career. Please, Nagelsmann, if you're listening, don't go to Tottenham. Go somewhere else. Go on holiday. Go clear your mind for a bit. Don't do this, please. That's what Guardiola did. If there's no good openings, take a sabbatical. Yeah, that yeah. Job, don't go Spurs. Open up. You know, Barca seems locked in with Xavi, but that job in Real Madrid might open up and you might get a chance to go work with Vinicius and all those fast wingers, right? Yeah. Like, there's no need to go to a, sh- a club like that. <laughs> but yeah, on that note, wrapping up the uh, emergency episode and we'll be back soon for the next round. Yes, bro. Next week, win this club football back. I can't wait. This international break is killing me. I hate it. Yep. It's giving me a chance to catch up on life, though. Oh yeah, facts, 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 facts. But um, listen, Zaid, thanks for coming on as the guest Bayern fan speaker. Appreciate you. Of course, man. Anytime, Hussein. Thanks for actually coming to an episode. You bum. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> I, I went to the last episode, and then Josh. All right, guys. Well, uh, sorry, his his mic's cutting out. Oh, okay, like, subscribe, comment, follow, all that good stuff. I will see you guys in the next one in a bit. Peace. Care in a bit.